What's going on? You feel me? One, two, one, check. What is this? We're not the GB boys, but we back to business. What's going on to a lot of episode of This Might Not Go Well? This is your boy, B Breezy. Hello, all. This is your boy, Slip Breezy. Uh, uh, I'm going to need some more energy on this side, but boy, sound mad sleepy. Come on now. Be back with a lot of episode. Episode six, baby. Come on. Need some energy. Fuck you. It's almost my bedtime. <laughs> <laughs> So we know we back with a lot of episodes, you feel me? Make sure you like and subscribe to everything, platform, all social media. This might not go well. Leave a five-star ratings. We really appreciate that. That ups the algorithm for our stuff. But you know what's, what's going on today? You know, I feel like I got the energy, so I'm going to take the lead for today. How you feeling, my brother? I'm sleepy. Now I'm playing. Um, I'm chilling. I'm chilling. Just sipping my little Stella while we, uh, you know, we just had pre-production. So hopefully we're going to give you all a good show. I'm, I'm going to get hype as we get through because somebody wants to talk about Kendrick Lamar being overrated, which we all understand overrated. is a total fallacy. So anyways, I'm going to let my man continue with his hosting gig while I drink my beer. Thank you. Come on now. You know, a lot of week has come upon us, you know. This week I've been feeling a little up. Got a little energy, you know. Biden done one six times already for your boy, you know. I thought it was like eighteen at this point. <laughs> the way the way they keep announcing like the it's over, and Trump finally conceded and told him that he won, even though he threw a little shade in there, right? He didn't really say he conceded. He did say he won, but he's not giving up. He's not saying it's a wrap. Uh, you know he's not. But I my my the topic that I want to get into today is what's next for Trump though. What any ideas? The penitentiary. <laughs> you thought you know we discussed this in the last podcast. Check that out, by the way. But we discussed how he might have the power to pardon himself from all his crimes, though. Technically, has a has a former president ever been arrested? I don't think like historically that's ever happened. Not to my memory, anyways. I think they've been arrested, but they never pardon themselves. I mean, you can't arrest a sitting president, but I guess when you're, is he, is he quote unquote a civilian? Like, do we consider Obama like a regular guy now? Because I don't. Oh, no, he's not a regular guy, but technically under the, I guess the circumstance of the law, he's a normal person. And under what court would he be tried? And when he tried on like civil court, like I know he has like some pending uh, sexual assault cases. Mm-hmm. I know he's tied up in the Jeffrey Epstein craziness. It was his dad, his uh, partner, Giselle, whatever. Yeah, she's still hiding. They still transfer her from... <laughs> Prison from prison, you know, trying to make sure she doesn't knock off the boots out here, you know. Yeah, nah, we saw what happened the first time. <laughs> they put Epstein got killed in jail, the one of the most secure jails in the city. Like what? And quote unquote, the two guards were sleeping. So you know what? Before the Illuminati comes to guess us, we're gonna get off already this topic. But my thoughts on Trump is, I, I recently heard in the news that. He's preparing to make a whole Trump network. And I believe some of the rumors are throughout this whole campaign, he's been doing this fake news, fake news thing throughout his whole presidency as a as a pre as a like, you know, just a little part of a precursor. Yeah. Of starting his own network and where y'all can potentially find real news. If you don't see I'm doing the air air quotes. I don't believe it. But. I think he's going to be in for some economical gains after this presidency. What's your thoughts? I mean, I think I could see it happening. It would make sense. I mean, if you think about Trump, where is he? Has he been the most successful on his own in media and entertainment? And the way that he was able, like I said, he's in my mind, 
he's despicable, but he's a, a despicable genius because, mm-hmm. like I said, he ran for president using the reverse Obama method, and it worked. And then that's a fact. Anytime a news report that came out to paint him in a negative light, it was always fake news, fake news. And to the point where even his biggest news supporter in Fox News, he was mad at them on election day for, you know, saying he lost certain states. So I could see somebody saying, hey, here's the bag. Start your own news network. And it would probably be some really, really alt-right kind of craziness. Oh, yeah. But as detrimental as that can be to the culture... You can say, hey, we technically do have freedom of speech. Because you know he's going to try every opportunity to shit on Biden. He's going to have Candace Owens on every night at 6 o'clock, oh 6 my to 8. God. Who's, who's, who's that woman that was, um, who, 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 who said that he, she's ready to fight? <laughs> that white woman. Um, Signing with Kane, um, white Kane. Uh, I'm gonna just call her Karen because you know oh, anyway when no, I want to fight. Yeah, because she was because she was talking hella spicy. Remember the one the woman that was talking about um, African angels? Oh, the minister. Yes, <laughs> that shit was funny. I'm sorry. She was like, "Let's have this the spirits from Africa come and deliver." Tr-. I was like, "Oh, but she got spicy on people on Twitter though because people was coming for her. She was talking about, yo, we can link up.'" And shoot the and shoot the fade. I was like, "Yo, be careful, cause I know Laquisha down the block and will tear your ass up real quick, though." I respect the energy, though. I, <laughs> I like the energy. I, I'm just gonna say, like, if you gonna be a Karen, you gotta be a scrapping Karen. Come on, pull up. Oh yeah, and then also there's reports that he's in works for a hundred and twenty million dollar book deal. Oh, his book deal is gonna be stupid. Oh, man. stupid. Just talk about his experience in the White House alone. Agent Orange is going to be wilding in that book. So I already see him making so much money out of this presidency. Like, I know Obama and Michelle made some money after they got out of the office, but I could see Trump doubling that. Oh, easily. Especially with the fake with the it, with the network and the book deal, and then I know he's gonna try to do some more TV shows after this. But yo, it's not even a, a black and white thing. It's a yo, this nigga was entertaining. Like, yes, <laughs> like he was horrible to us as a, as a like if you weren't rich and upper uppity white, yeah, it was bad. But you you got a soundbite or a tweet, and it was like, yo, we could talk about this for hours. If we did this pod when he first became president, we probably would have had like at least seventy hours of content just oh. talking about stuff he was saying. So imagine him in a book recanting. He has to relive, you know, winning the election, transition, pull stripping away. He has to talk about what happened during the pandemic. Like, there's a chance he can really rewrite history in his book, and we could all sit here and be like, now you know it ain't happened. That <laughs> come on now. So I'm intrigued. I mean, I'm not gonna buy it, but <laughs> I'll find a PDF somewhere. Come on, I already know there's going. He's gonna. He's gonna be around for a long time. Trust me. It, it, Definitely during these next four going, years. He's going to jail though. I ain't gonna hold you. He gonna get charged. I doubt he, it. He's gonna get charged. He's not gonna go to jail. He's gonna get like a suspended okay. sentence or something. Probably probably might get the whole parole, a little slap on the wrist thing. hundred percent. You know? So I mean, I don't know. I'm I'm excited for Biden. Um speaking of speaking of Biden though, we got also gotta talk about New York. The COVID cases have went up, bro. Oh Lord. Have they? Have they now? Do oh, tell. Oh man. I don't what will it be up to now? What two point five percent? I don't know, but man, the lockdown about to come again, know. and Uncle Biden over here is going to tell us. <sighs> What's he going to tell us? It's Corona, though. <laughs> it is Corona, though. He said that he going to have this shit wrapped up in six to eight weeks. What's your thoughts on that? Uh, 
I'm not sure. I feel like in in terms of like the planning, we still have two months of the Trump administration. I feel like he's has the, I believe they already had like the top one of the top doctors in the world work pandemic like studiers or in the world working on the the plan. And also that person from the NBA bubble, right? Yeah, so it's a lot of things going on. I feel like in my mind, I think that we could be in a passable state, meaning like, you know, not 80, not 90, but like maybe operating at like 75% by summertime. I don't think that even with the most ambitious of plans, the most important thing is buy-in. And a lot of we, as we saw via the election, and as Dave pointed out, a lot of people don't want to wear their masks. Not looking at you, white people. Mm-hmm. And but a lot of people don't want to follow regulations. So that, and and a, lot people, a lot of people don't want to stop going out. Yeah, and that's you, my hood folk. But uh, <laughs> Tulum, yeah, yeah, done ruined Tulum. We go. I'm gonna save that for the next episode. The places that people have ruined for us, but we gonna continue though. But I feel like if he does this, if I mean. If we can do this in January, I say by March would be good. We could stay indoors until March. I don't think so because of the flu as well. I think that just this is going to be an icky season. I think this will be especially if you're in the Northeast. This is going to be we didn't get any snow last year, mm-hmm. so we're going to get like pounds and tons and a lot of snow going in. So I ah uh, man, can you do a lot of six to eight weeks in your house without going out? Hell yeah. My crib fire. We here now. <laughs> <laughs> I have a PlayStation Five by then. It's lit. Oh, that's a fact. But I don't know. I can't do the six, eight, two weeks, man. I mean, like, I don't care for going out to crowded places or even. But I just gotta at least walk around, you know. Just get out the crib, though. I'm, I'm one of the people that hate working from home, though. I do it because you know we. I want to protect myself and protect family and all that. But I just. I don't know, but I, I, I'm willing to do it if he could get it down for six to eight weeks. But I, w- I would need to see full participation from everyone because even during this first three months of the lockdown, people was not following that at all. People was having parties in barbershops. <laughs> Shout out to all my Brooklyn people. Yeah, I know that that's, story. That's definitely your borough. Yeah, I definitely know that people. That wasn't happening over here. Barbershops went in people's backyards, but the brunch party was also happening. Thank oh, you very much. Yeah, yeah, people was over here um, basement partying up. Yo, I didn't hear about that. That's why I ain't going yeah, nobody. Brooklyn was going up crazy. That's why Brooklyn had a high number, though. I ain't going to cap, though. I, I honestly, I didn't mind quarantine. I felt like, you know, I just kind of got stuck in a rut because it was like it was the same thing every day. Like, you yeah. know, my what who I work for and what I do. Mm-hmm. So it's like once my my break kicked in over the summer, it was like, well, now I'm not logging on and interacting with people on a daily what do I do really And then unfortunately I had to move during COVID So that was crazy But oh, I was yeah. able to Kind of like Set myself up So now like If we shut down My spot is the spot to be I'm turning up Oh yeah I think I think with, with COVID with the, with the lockdown And the quarantine I just felt A lack of motivation Like even though My I would say A plus was my creativity I feel like it's been Suppressed since Adult life And you know But I came up With all these ideas But Lack the motivation to complete complete them, so I'm kind of scared for the quarantine in a sense because I'm like, I would need that extra motivation to go harder. Shit, without quarantine, we wouldn't be here. <laughs> oh, that's a fact because I've been trying for five years. I mean, we going one of these days. We gonna get to the history of this podcast, you know, maybe in episode twenty or so. How he been ducking and dodging me for five years on this podcast? We could have been one of the biggest podcasts. <laughs> In this business right now, but you know we gonna say that for a little day. <laughs> it's all right, y'all. 
We got chemistry. Yeah, if y'all if y'all bump us, I mean, we doing the damn thing, right? Oh yeah, come on now. But I want to see us with, with the brand deals. Probably, you know, potentially iHeart. I see you out there with the black effect. You know, you could say, talk to us. About to say, but um, nah. I think for me, like yo, quarantine did sap my creative. Like my photography joint was going. I was doing it. Like I was mm-hmm. out here. Yes, like, you were. But then, like as soon as it locked down, like I like I tried to go out and do photo walks and stuff, but I just couldn't find like I found a beauty inspiration. But it's like. Is it even right to post some of this stuff? Because it's like for me, I'm like, yo, people are dying. This doesn't seem like a time to try to oh, get your, yeah. get your what's it called? Like, I think I divert. I in trying to make funds, like I was looking into the stock market. I was looking into reselling stuff, and just you know trying to see what the next wave of things is going to be. Because this is things. The thing about Corona is that it's going to change the way the world works, and we're already seeing that. Yeah, people are using bots to buy playstations at crazy numbers and you know oh can I vent about that we can get that quick. later let's go to later oh, but I'm just saying like you're seeing how the world is changing I hate so, your bots but, <laughs> but with, with Uncle Joe Biden I'm, I'm gonna call him Uncle Joe for now even though he probably wouldn't like me if he saw me in the grocery store but <laughs> I think that his plan is ambitious and I think that we have to allow time for Biden because you just literally you shut us down we were shut down for what Two three months before, I think I didn't go outside till like Juneteenth. Like I learned how to cut my own. Oh hair. yeah, that's a fact. So Damn. you know, you say we we started going outside a little bit mid July. People figured out they could fly, get these cheap flights in August. Twenty five dollars. People were going to Puerto Rico talking, for twenty five. But, but we're talking national max mandate. So that means like you get caught without a mask, you get a ticket, if not worse, depending on what you're doing. We're talking about Respect. lockdown in general. Like we're you're not going outside. Like we're talking about so many things that. A lot of people are going to fight against whether you're Democrat, Republican, Black, White, Spanish, Asian. So, <laughs> you know, a funny thought about that came to my head thinking about that. Uh, I could see a lot of New Yorkers complaining about that because we got to talk about people living conditions, especially in New York. What you mean? People talk be to living in closets. Of course, they're not going to spend six to eight weeks in a closet. You came here trying to be an actress and now you're sleeping in the studio. That's 400 by 200 <laughs> Yo Dead yeah. ass Cause I'm like Yo I could say that If you in the south Cause you know The south You got your backyard Yo people in New York City Y'all ain't Mm-mm, that's not happening over there. Y'all is stuck in a cardboard box. And I know about some of you landlords out here splitting up a room into two with a wall divider. I, I hear about y'all. So I already know a lot of people don't want to stay. But the real estate game is filthy right now because, oh, yeah. like, yo, you can literally talk to your landlord and talk them down. Like, yo, you want 27 for this? Yo, I'll give you 22 right now. I give you, and I give you first, last, and the security. And they be like, all right, I'll take it because landlords is harsh right now. And landlords uh-huh. can't put nobody out. Like, it's a wrap. Like, they yeah. can't put nobody out right and now. And people have been, li- been leaving us and droves like they just going anywhere else but the city because they can't afford it, especially in this coronavirus thing yeah man so like can Biden's plan work yeah it probably will work because he'll have the right people and divert the right money to the, the plan but we still have two months left of the Trump administration to transition mm-hmm. and then you say implementation so you say January to implementation he's saying eight weeks I'll double that I'll say you say in March I'll say by May We'll be in a position. But then I was having a discussion with one of my homeboys earlier. Shout out, bro. We were just talking like, yo, essential workers, when they come out that vaccine, they're probably going to make all essential workers take it. Oh, that's a fact. And I don't know about you, but I believe in the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> so that's another thing. Like, you're you're going to be an I am legend? You're going to, yo, bro, it could pop. Remember what happened? They made a disease that could cure, I mean, a, a, what's it called? A, a vaccine that could cure cancer and people turned into night walkers. So oh, I mean yeah. I don't want to put that out In the universe But I'm just like There's so much people already, So many people already, people already scared Of the flu shot Yeah bro I, Man Fuck the flu shot I'm sorry to be cursing too much I've been <laughs> drinking a little bit And it is almost my bedtime But 
Then you get the flu shot, you you dead be sick for like three days. Like, yo, what are you? What happened? Yeah, you'd be feeling like, oh, especially now. So what's gonna happen you with feel- Corona? My chest is gonna tighten up after the shot. And I'm gonna be tight. Like, oh yeah, yo, you take the flu shot, then you start feeling sick. You be like, oh, they got me. <laughs> you gotta start making arrangements and all that. Nah, bro, I I ain't jacking it. I'm not gonna hold you. But I mean, shout out to Joe Biden for least taking the initiative. I think yo, I'm I'm going to be very critical of. Him as a president The same way I was critical of Trump Same mm-hmm. way I'm critical of, of Mr. Obama Even though Like say Black man Black man You did what you Supposed to do I guess in that situation But Just the fact that He's taking initiative Shows that we're Going in a proper trajectory And if you don't feel that way It's okay I think that's what This election cycle showed us It's okay not to Agree with everybody Or you know There isn't a sector Of the population That doesn't want I don't want to say they don't want Corona to end, but they don't want to embrace what science is saying. Oh, yeah, because, you know, there's still people thinking this is all made up and... Fake news, fake news. Fake news, and that the Corona Democrats. is not... It's, it's not real. It's not real, guys. It's all a plan from the government to manipulate you. I'm like, oh. I thought that, too. I thought also thought black people couldn't get it till I seen the, the U-Haul truck with the refrigerators Come in Come on, it. now. Fred, Fred Hampton just got it. No, not Fred Hampton. I'm saying his Fred name. Fred Hampton. Wrong. You probably saw the trailer for that movie. I'm you mean Jeremiah? So wrong. Chicago, yes. You are talking about Chicago. Jeremiah definitely does. That. Oh, we were sending well wishes to Jeremiah. Yes, and He's, not only not only Jeremiah, but um, a famous gospel singer. Yeah, Fred. Fred. Oh, look, Fred Hammond. Hammond. I, I was a, I was a little off. He was a he was a lot off. You <laughs> were from the leader of the Black Panther Party. Too. I know, I know. I, that was that was wrong, Bobby. But yeah, you, they gonna cut your ass. Gospel singer got it. So you know, prayers up to him. And he's in quarantine. And but I know um, Jeremiah is in ICU right now. So much prayers, send prayers his way. You know, he's he's underrated. By the way, about you know, if we really want to talk about discography. We can we can get in that later because you know we gonna have, we got a lot to talk about on the music side of things. Yeah. So what's next on the docket? I mean, my brother? Can we talk about home home base? though? we talking about the plan by uh, Joe Biden, which is said we are shouting him out because taking initiative in, in the face of a crisis is amazing. Yo, Andrew Cuomo and Bill de Blasio, you are the mayor and governor. You guys are essential to running one of the most essential states in the country, one of the most notable places in the world. Mm-hmm. Can y'all just put y'all beef aside and get on the same page? And I'm not saying this as an educator. I'm saying this as a general person. Since Corona has started to hit New York City in, in record amounts from, from April to now, you guys have sent conflicting messages to one another several times about how we should be handling this. At one point, Mayor de Blasio wanted things to go and proceed as normal, right? Just, mm-hmm. you know, stay home for two weeks and then we'll go back out there. Andrew Cuomo steps in and says, no, we're shutting everything down. Stay inside. Now we're at a place where the rolling average for New York, thousands of cases daily, nationally, breaking records. Records that we haven't seen since the pandemic first stopped stopped everything. Can y'all, like, figure it out? Because Bill de Blasio wanted to shut down schools. We have children that are, trans- that are going to school every day. And I understand. I understand, you know, Parents need to go to work. They can't go to work if their six-year-old has to stay home from school. I get it, 100%. But if that's the plan, y'all have to be on the same page because it looks like faulty leadership. Speak on it. Andrew Cuomo, you were out in the face of everything. You shut down Steinway Street because they was wilding. You was walking around Albany telling people, you know, put your mask on, right? You were going at Trump for the way he's handling the pandemic. And now you are literally going against what the mayor is saying but you don't have an alternative. You want things to carry on when we are again breaking record cases. And I'm not saying this again 
as an educator, I'm not trying to be a lazy educator, nothing. I love teaching my kids. I love going to work. But if these kids staying home means that the grandparents get to stay alive, means that we can lower this transmission rate, means that we can ensure that these kids have a future because there's not just corona, there's the flu. We're going to have snow soon. The holidays are coming up means people are going to be moving around like crazy. You stepping on de Blasio's toes right now, de Blasio stepping on your toes whenever you want to make an initiative doesn't look good. And we don't have a singular voice. So put on your big boy pants, tuck your shirts in, you know, tighten those ties real nice <laughs> and come to a gentleman's agreement. Yeah. Because there is no reason that you should be putting people's lives in danger because you don't like the other person or you don't like what this person want to do. Like you said back in April, let's follow the science. Let's be smart about this. Let's make sure that the people that inhabit your state have a chance to see the holidays, not just this year, not just next year, but for many, many years to come. That's just my piece on that. Oh, I definitely agree with that. Like, have that same energy that you have with Trump for the city. You know, you preaching to Trump about what New York has been doing during this crisis. Work together. Even though I know a lot of people don't like de Blasio right now and think he's doing a horrible job, but hey. Can we be honest about that, though? Like, I don't agree with what he's doing because I feel like his is never his timing is horrible. But at the same time, you're trying to run, again, one of the more essential states yeah. in, the, in the face of crisis is never easy. And it just shows like lack of planning. You like you have to plan for the most outlandish of things because if you would have told me in 2019, December twenty nineteen, we would have a pandemic, a global pandemic where everything shuts down and you can't travel. Oh, Stayed in twenty nineteen. <laughs> that's not. That's no way. This can't happen. And we have all this medicine and technology, and then lo and behold, we was locked in the house and bored in the house and the house bored. <laughs> so, yo, the Blasio. I mean, it's also his last year. Like he'll be out. In December, I mean, um, next September, October, whatever, November, whatever month the election. I'm sorry, I've been drinking, but <laughs> whatever month it is, and it's like, well, who's next? I've started to look into that because I think even voting in this election, even though like I, I wasn't sure if my choice was going to win, I'm glad he did. But it's like, all right, now thinking about myself as a city kid, who I want. And I think there's like three candidates. There's the the the, the black man who just won in Brooklyn. I think he's he's one of the congressional leaders in Brooklyn. There's somebody from the block. I don't have their names right now, so forgive me for that. I'll have that for you later on. But there are candidates out right now. It's like, start, especially living in New York, start to get informed because we're at that age where even though we like to turn, we like to have fun, especially these millennials, these 25 to early, like 31, 32 year olds, like we're the people that are going to shape what the city looks like for the next up and coming generation. This we're in the kid having stage, right? So we want our kids to be coming up in a society where things start to look good. We got to make sure that we are on it at oh. all levels of elections. Uh, well, I have the candidates here. So from Brooklyn, we have Eric Adams. Shout out to Eric Adams one time. I, I kind of like him because I did a lot of work with him. Um, we have Maya Whiteley. Heard of her. Scott Stinger. We got Sean Devon. Catherine Garcia and Diana Morales. So those are the six candidates. So let's do our homework. I'm gonna do mine as well because I said three. I didn't know about the other three, but let's do our homework as the people. Let's come together. Yeah. Let's figure out what do we want New York City to look like, and who's gonna really have our best interests in mind. That's what we gotta understand. Like, yes, voting for the president is good and dandy. Yes, you're doing your civil job. Now this is the most important. Is voting in your local election Because this is the one that really have an impact on your life Yes, presidents have 
an impact on your life on a federal level, but these state elections really have an impact on your everyday life on how everything is run. So please take it serious. Big facts, big facts. The thing about taking it serious, while we are in the middle of a panic, we don't know, we feel like a shutdown is imminent, something is coming. There is no better time to start earning some extra dough in the stock market than mm. in a time of crisis. Shout so, out to Robin Hood. Shout out to Robin Hood. Shout out to Weeble. Shout out to TD Ameritrade. Um, shout out to Thinkorswim. So what I just named was some platform. I know a lot of people are into stock. Shout out to the Danzo Financial Podcast. My boy Charles Danzo, he's a great financial analyst. We went to school with him, so just shout him out. But um, he, has, he also runs a, a great financial podcast. You can check that out. No commercial from him yet, but I'm getting his DMs just to you know get him to send that over. But yo, right now is the time, people. I understand we are all hustlers. I know for some certain sector of the, the world, a hustler is just a drug dealer, and that is not correct. I believe uh-huh. my, one of my boys, uh, Uchenna, he posted a post that said, yo, hustler is basically like, yo, you just know how to get to that bread. You know how to do it. You're doing what needs to be done. You hustling, right? So pandemic, you can't really go outside. You can't really uh-huh. turn this pandemic to a bandemic. Pandemic, get hurt, but... Learn how the stock markets work. Read a book. Go follow somebody. Follow um, was it Earn Your Leisure on Instagram? Like there are people that are giving away free game. Go to Discord. Um, I remember the Discord. Yo, even even hit those forex dudes up. Even yo, though they be yo. Uh, let's be real. Be. Forex is not a scam, but it, people that run it like those circles. That's what throws you up. It feels like a Ponzi scheme, but you can make money in foreign exchange. Son, yo, I never felt bad in life until I met a forex person. So they be feeling like yo, I haven't been done with nothing my whole entire life. They be like yo, come get on my work, money team. You working a nine to five? You want to work for the man? Yo, you you come to me. You pay this two hundred and fifty five dollar a month. And yo, I promise you, man, you're going to be making so much money. You don't need to work that nine to five again. Jehovah Witness ask. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they don't knock. They don't ring your door, but they knock on your DMs. Like, doom, doom, hey, you trying to make some or, or, you know, I ain't going to lie. Shout out to all my peoples out there that's doing it. You know, I never knock a person getting money. But yo, I'm tired of y'all posting that stuff. Yo, y'all be. But, oh, man. I'm, I'm going to play devil's advocate. If you doing something that's making you bread. And you want to put people on, but you also know put people on gonna make you extra bread. Would you not do that too? And what's the easiest way to get people's attention, especially in our age group? That sound good, all right, but I'm from Brooklyn. I, oh, that's that, the home of the skimmers. That's why. <laughs> don't do that. Was that. Car don't crack- do that. Yeah, I was car cracking back in '97. You know, shout out to my swipers out here, but that's not Brooklyn though. But you know, I ain't gonna lie. As a New Yorker, you can attest to this. When something sound too good, you start to get suspicious. And the way they be posting and the stuff that they be posting, they be posting their daily earnings and all that and be showing, oh, yeah, this person C10, C11, whatever, C1000. Oh, yeah, you can make money. Like, after a while, you start to be suspicious of that. Like, 100%. If yo, you're making all this money, you trying to put me on, why? What's the reason? Well, you know, a lot of people are not going to do nothing. If ain't no kickback, but isn't it like, doesn't it work like when you bring somebody in, then when they get paid, you get paid too or something like that? So it has a Ponzi element to it. Yeah. What what, what was that again back in New York City? All my people knew about Wake Up Now. Wake Up Now. Yo. Was Everybody was on Wake was Up it? Now. It was a knives It was a knives drink too. Was it Cutco? Not Cutco. What was it? Oh, yeah. I forgot I about forgot the knife. I forgot what it's yeah. called. Yo, if y'all know, know that drink, drop that in, in the comments. Cause, <laughs> but there's always a, a hustle. But like I said, when you think about the stock market, it might not run fast, but you can learn how to, you know, just buy the right stock. Shout out to NIO. I'm such an idiot. My uncle put me on. NIO was like the rival to Tesla. 
And my uncle told me about this stock back in June. It was $4. And uh, we both sat on it. We was like, yeah, I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait. You know, other stuff comes up. You buy all this stuff. I started learning options. So I wasn't really paying attention to it. That stock is worth almost $50 right now. Sheesh. My man's bought 100 shares for $400. And now he's caking. Made up a couple bands off of that. Damn. But you see me not knowing how the market works and not following it, just adding it to a list. Mm-hmm. This is a perfect time, especially if you, in the, like I said, bored in the house, in the house, bored. Yeah, and, also, and also if you have savings Like you have that You you over here getting what That $10 That the, that the bank give Not you even. for putting They in. give you point zero zero what 37% Like yeah in, in your saving account Have have that money in your saving account Do some numbers While You used to continue to work I actually did that I took money I had a couple hundred And I was like, it was like Now she knows like, I ain't gonna say how much it was, okay, was Wait Give me an applaud of that money frat Come on now Over I here frat. You know you better stop playing <laughs> Nah, nah, you money, money, dude, over here. Yeah, Come on. You know, we still learn how to work all this technology, but uh, you know, had some bread in the savings account. Come on now, had some bread in the savings account. I was like, I'm not getting a great return, so I just moved it over to Robinhood, and I was able to buy some stuff, and then I think. I've made a couple hundred off of what I bought, and I bought it mm. like literally in March when the world started shutting down. Shout out to Uber. Uber was I bought Uber at like twenty bucks or like sixteen bucks, and it's at like it was it was oh, at fifty. Shout out to Nike though. You bought Nike. Nike. You got Nike. So Nike been helping your boy out though. You know, one minute, it scared me because I when I first when he first when you know slick. Got me into um to trading, you know. I was like, all right, yo, Nike's for like what? What was that at the time? It was like sixty or seventy. Mm-hmm. Shit, shot up to a hundred, a hundred and twenty. I was like, oh, I was hype as hell. Yo, and real talk, you don't have to be some like I'm not some big like I look at the market a couple of times a day just to see how I'm doing, but like I haven't bought in a little while. And I probably should have. It's been like a week and a half since I bought something. But if you don't want to do all the reading, just buy what you know. And then we just saying all this for you to have some extra money. As time go hard, we've seen a lot of people lost their job during this this pandemic, and a lot of people realize they're not equipped to handle not being able to be out of work for a couple of months. So, yo, this is more time to not depend on that one stream of income and create multiple. A hundred percent. Like, yo, imagine you know, especially you get two, you get two checks. A month, like oh, you pay your bills with one, you living off the other one. Now take a couple hundred, pay yourself, put it, buy some stocks. It's going to ebb and flow. It's the nature of the game. But if you told me, you would have told me in March that me buying a hundred dollars of Uber could net me another hundred fifty dollars back in profit. Yo, I would have been like, you crazy, but it works. Mm-hmm. Then you talk about option trading. If you want to try to make a quick buck, it's like if you like gambling, we can't go to Vegas, Atlantic City, but. You can bet on the stock. You can bet on it going up or bet on it going down. And whatever you bet, if it, if it works out for you, you can make bread. And thinking about platforms, Robinhood. Robinhood, easy place. You put your bread in. You can take your bread out. Real simple. They give you free stocks when you refer somebody. Weeble. You like, you like getting free money. Every time you buy somebody in Weeble, they give you two or more. Mm-hmm. If you want to go into the bigger brokerages that have you know a little bit more leverage in what you want to do, if you feel like you you know how to you know how to maneuver, TD uh, Fidelity. So well, how even banks are doing? Because I keep getting emails from Chase and stuff like that. Oh yeah, Chase. Well, Chase has been yeah. They tell you they want you to open a stock account and they'll they'll give you free money if you have certain capital to put into it. Mm-hmm. So yo, it's, it's a good way to just have a nice little nest egg. Like you can have that same money I had sitting in a savings account giving me like what six cents a month. <laughs> Yeah, that's all that was. Or whatever it was And like you know Now I can get 
maybe at minimum six bucks a month. Sometimes I can get six hundred bucks in a year. You know, hey man, that money could go well for Black Friday that's coming up soon. Say. And speaking of Black Friday, I mean, I don't know. We're we going to music entertainment next, but let's just talk about this. We mentioned how the world changes, right? Yo, this week was the Xbox and PlayStation drop. Mm. Now, I wasn't checking for the Xbox, but I saw they had like a $300 Ooh. model. I was like, you know, I might cop that eventually just to, you know, that could be for the guests or when the cousins come through. Like, I don't want you messing up my joint, but you can play my Xbox. But then, what was it, Wednesday or Thursday? Thursday. Thursday was PlayStation Day. And let me tell you, oh, if you don't know God. what a bot is, I suggest you just type in sneaker bot. I hate all you guys. Shout out to um, Nebula Bot. Shout out to uh, I hope Nike you stub your toes in the shout, corner. Shout of the out bed. to uh, Wrath. Shout out to Cyber uh, yeah, Kodai. All of them drinks. Cyber Soul. Uh, these bots were snatching up the complete stock of these playstations. Meaning, like they were buying. I think I saw one person post a picture. He he bought 128 playstations. 128 128 128 and it's selling them and they're moving like they're selling on a thousand over a thousand now this stock x is seven for like 800 900 but and you know it raises a lot of questions a lot of conversation because for one it's not like this is a limited item like it's not like it's a pair of sneakers not like it's some even sneakers but you say it's not like something that's not going to come back. Like there's going to be more. And Black Friday is around the corner. There's going to. You be, don't think they're going to do a restock be, on that? There was a restock Friday night. There, there's going to be more. But these playstations are moving, and I don't know if it's a product of hype, feeling like you need to have something immediately. There's only like five games for it right now. I think <sighs> you're going to have to just transfer the games that you've been playing on the PS4 to the PS5. And then if you don't have the proper, if you don't have a newer TV, you're not even going to get the benefits of having a P5 because they switched the HDMI cords. Just you know, giving out free games to HDMI 2.1. If you got a TV from like even a year ago. It's probably not going to get to be the best playback, um, you know, playback on the game. So this PlayStation drop was just crazy because I saw it felt like the Telfair drops all over. Remember the summer when Telfair, the Telfair? Oh magic? nah, I ain't gonna lie. Black women was smooth. Man, shoot, just that the the competitor in me was trying to get one for shorty. Just like yo, nah, I'm gonna get you this. Trying some cook groups and stuff, but had to wait till they did the Telfair buyback program, whatever it's called. I just wanted to say Walmart, y'all trash. <laughs> y'all trash. I sit here did the the what the three, the six, and the nine. Wait, I think I I think I did twelve. Twelve. Three, it was every six. three hours from twelve o'clock. I hate y'all. Y'all feet stink. <laughs> you are a petty whore. Wow. Yo, I was there at three. I'm like, yo, I'm in. I'm in the. I'm in the checkout. About to hit here. Continue on my address to put my payment information. Yo, I stood. They're buffering for goddamn how long until they told me, sorry, this item is out of stock. Damn. And that happened at six. And that happened at nine. You was buying it. You was buying it day one. Yeah, I was trying. Cause I already I, I missed I missed the day when they was pre where they was pre ordering it. Cause so you was about to just bowl out day one. Your life must have been in abundance. Oh, don't do that. Don't do that. Come on, no, no. I'm 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 a man, you know, living living at his means. You know, shout out to my peoples out here. <laughs> but Walmart, do better. I hate y'all. Yeah, I say here didn't even give me a chance. And and F all these bodies out here too. I'm 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 just gonna speak on behalf of corporate America just because it's funny. It's not really the website's fault. They just know they're getting money. 
And there are, if you if you are even saying the sneakers, Telfar did a pretty good job with bots, I think, towards the end, especially their Bobby. But you see the hype for Telfar went down. Yeah. And then you think about Jordans, like back in the day, people was, you know, lining up for hours to Jordan. They went online and they saw bots was a problem. Nowadays, like, they're like, not, you have to have like a $7,000 bot to try to go through and get a pair of Travis Scott's or a pair Sheesh. of Soul Flies or anything with remote hype. So we're trying, but. We live in a digital age. Remember how our mom told us you couldn't become a millionaire playing video games? Yeah. Now it's like, yo, if I would have just sat at the computer instead of going to school, I probably could be the next Bill Gates. What? Just get a little game capture card and then start on YouTube and just play walkthroughs? Yeah. <laughs> I'm about to say, not even that, bro. You could have learned how to build the bot <laughs> and just sold them joints. Oh, yeah. Even learn how to build a gaming PC and you could have start doing it for other people and make way money, make a lot of money out of that. Yeah, man, but, yo, stock market, PlayStation, like, yo, just think, think about StockX. They mimicked the stock market just with hype items, and now the, the white boys in Detroit is making buku bread. But, um, yeah, we're going to be back right... Oh, I'm sorry. You forgot you the host. Never mind. Carry on, bro. I'm wilding today. I'm sorry. I'm drunk. Wow. You see how you just try to step over? But we be back, though. Um, We're going to play these little ads, and then we get back to you with some music and some other fun conversation. Don't get me started. This is a function, not a party. I'm busting my mood. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, now nah, I didn't know you guys were here. Uh, my name is Brian Ellis. I'm the host of Get Your Own Opinion Podcast. It's a podcast about the zeitgeist, about the culture. You know, I'm talking a little sports, talk a little tech, talk a little romance, talk about shows I'm watching. I talk about a lot of things that you might be interested in. I hope you are interested in. And if you want, you can come take a listen. I'm on Apple, Spotify, Google, Amazon Podcast. I didn't know about that one until they just hit me up uh, yesterday. But also, you know what I'm saying? I'm doing my thing. I want to get as many listeners as possible. And even if you don't enjoy it, you could pass me along to your friends. They might enjoy it. And if you want to respond to the show, hit me up on Twitter, RT Black Superman, or Instagram, which is G-Y-O-O pod. But if you really want to contribute, you listen to a couple episodes like I've started Patreon where you can help pay for equipment around the studio. You know what I'm saying? You become a member, you get backstage things. I'm start giving out merch to my Patreon uh subscribers, you know what I'm saying? So it's patreon.com slash G-Y-O pod. And I appreciate y'all listening. But it's time for you to get your own opinion. I say I never met a girl, no, no, who satisfied my mental and my physical thing. Oh, shit. I'm supposed to be my fault, y'all. I just, I be singing sometimes. I just get in my bag and hear the music, and I don't know how to act. The music just pops to my head. I have musical Tourette's and shit. You feel me? And I just blurt shit out. This is what happens on My Dreaded Mom podcast. That's me. Rakeem Wayne, the host of My Dread and My Podcast. You should check that shit out. That shit is full of crazy shit. Like, I be singing on it. I be freestyling on it. I be talking about real life shit on there and conspiracy theories. But y'all should check that shit out. My Dreaded Mind Podcast is on Apple Podcasts. It's on Spotify. It's on Sounder FM. Dope ass podcast. Check it out. It's your boy Rakeem Wayne. Holla at me. Welcome back, guys. Hope y'all like the little ads that we got. You know, shout out to all those gentlemen out there. Go listen to their podcast. You know, tell them that we sent you. All right. So now we on to the music for the week, man. Can I get a little applause? Can I get a little applause? Slick. Are we clapping for music we didn't even speak about yet? 
Yeah, come on. It's good music. A lot of music came out this week, man. All right. Did it really? A lot of dope music. All right, please. I can actually, can I jump in? Shout out to Danny Lay. Danny. Danny. I was a little scared when I heard uh, Leva Hunt Jeans and Dominican Mom. Y'all a little like, uh, what's happening? Dominican Mom. You know, shout, shout out to my wife. Shout out to Fabi Shout out to Fabi for the feature. But you know, shout out to the Bronx. You feel me? Shout out to the Bronx. Shout out to Rosenberg. Yo, shout out to all my Dominican Mom. You know, you know they don't call me Poppy Sazon. You know, a little sprinkle of Dovo. You know, all that. <laughs> Yo, ass up. Matter of fact, hold on. I got something for you. Where's it at? Here. Stop the cap Oh don't do that <laughs> But anyways uh, I was worried Cause I'm like Danny Lay's a singer Like I think like She dropped the easy record And that was a bop She she had um mm-hmm. With the drink with Lil Baby That was cool But My Lil Baby yeah, hey. yeah, right. that, that was a good record But Easy was She went what Triple platinum up that Especially when the Chris Brown remix dropped. Oh yeah But yeah. then I saw her going through Like I thought she was trying to be like Cardi or like You know Meg Like trying to follow the The hot girl model but then I heard the opening. Yo, her project is called Movie, and it's it's fire. Movie viral. It's fire. Like I was very impressed. It's yeah. like it's like sixteen songs, not too overly listened. She's sixteen songs, and when you you get it on. Can, Apple. can I take a shot at Ty Dolla Sign real quick? Uh, I mean, we kind of do every week, but go ahead. I'm tired of you, Ty Dolla Sign. You cannot keep destroying these features, and your album is so and so. But why do you? I mean, we kind of talked about this in pre. Why, why do you like for the people? Why do you think that is? Uh, I feel like he doesn't have his own sound. I feel like over the course of his career, he's been attributing to other people's sound that his sound done got so mixed, he doesn't really have his own... his own little, His own little pocket. He got too many pockets and it makes his music doesn't hit like that. Then you could also think like there are other songwriters who are able to produce high quality music for others and also think about the dream. I had Neo. Neo. But wow. Neo got his sound though. You you when you no, hear when you hear Neo track by saying. himself. But I'm saying, I mean like Neo could write a song for Beyonce and then turn around and go do his own record and turn around and go do a record with Fab and they sound dis- they're distinct, but you still know it's Neo. With Todd Allison's, I feel like as a writer, he probably you know, it's like this is what, this is what I'm working with. This is my subject matter, and I got you. But for himself, he can't he probably can't tap into that. Not I mm. think like I remember his early way before he was like mainstream tie. He was able to tap. He talked about his, his brother that's locked up. Free TC. Shout out to Free TC. That was a great album, by the way. He talks about um you know his daughter, his brother. Um, but you don't really hear about like vulnerable Ty Dolla Sign. It's always I'm turning up. I got my bitch with a fatty. We smoking weed and out in Cali. But the thing about it, he can make that sound good though. He could. I, and it doesn't. It's not. Let's not say he puts out bad music. Yeah. But you expect more because you hear him on a record like Psycho, or you hear him on a record. Oh, like, jaded. Or J- Yo, bro. Or what's the joint after dark? Oh yeah, Final Fantasy. Can I mean got you wet like the, like he was vibing on Drake's project? It's like you hear loyal. He wrote loyal for Chris Brown. Yeah. And it's like. I, I love his pen when he works for other people, but I'm like, I, I don't, like, I think the last Todd Allen songs, I think the only Todd song that I can play, like, no matter what the occasion is, no matter how I feel, is Horses in the Stable. That's my joint. Horses in the Stable. That's my joint. No whole shit, but that's my joint. All right. <laughs> yeah, but I just want to throw that out, a little shot to him. Like, yo, apparently he's supposed to, there's rumor that he's supposed to come up with his a lot of album, which is going to be more personal. So I'm waiting for that, and hopefully that sounds better. 
No, but the Danny Lane project was fire to me though. I think she put out like a thirty minute video, which is a compilation of songs from the album. I think out of like sixteen, I enjoyed like probably I, I enjoyed like fourteen or fifteen of them. Mm-hmm. Well, how many will I probably listen to in two weeks? Maybe like four or five in a month. Maybe like two or three. But you know, I think that's a good ratio, especially when you know. For mainstream people, you're probably not sure who Danny Lay. You might know the record, but it's like you probably weren't sure she was yeah. dropping a project. Or you, or you just follow her thinking she's, you know, she is a beautiful woman. She was right. thirst trapping a lot. Yeah. Last, don't tell my shorty, but she was thirst trapping a lot. Oh. <laughs> oh, so shout out to Savage Fenty, by the way. Y'all be holding it down for oh, the cuff Kalani. Oh, my God. She ain't dropped her deluxe yet, though. Yeah, cool. she did. She Oh, yeah. That's a lot of... Drop your deluxe. I'm still waiting for the video for Kalani Hate the Club. Kalani, man. But shout out to Kalani. her. That's that's that that's well, Kalani, Fenty. She's been mm. she's been consistent her whole career though. I mean, from the you know, wish you were here in the project before that. Like she's been consistent. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I think that she's been on an upward trend because, like I said, Water is my joint and the Lucky Day record. Like she bodied that last project. But we know we forgetting one big album release this week. Ooh. Future and little Uzi Vert, you is it, know. Is, is it only big in name? Because I didn't care. What? I didn't you care. Know, I didn't. I, I saw it. Like, like, baby Pluto, well, Pluto and Baby Pluto, right? That's what yeah. it's called. I honestly, I was having this conversation with Rakiba Wayne. Shout out my dreaded mind. We was like, I haven't cared about a Uzi song since a uh, EXO tour life. <laughs> You know he had one of the biggest albums of this year. I, I believe it. But his fan base, I, like it doesn't like. You know the internal the, the it, internal album was fire, right? It could be. It pretty much. Could it be. could be. It, it is. Could, <laughs> it could be. None of the singles he dropped grabbed me, and if a single doesn't grab me, I'm not going to go listen to it because like Uzi's cool. I'm not saying like Uzi. New Paddock. You don't like New Paddock. It's regular. You don't like Low Main. It's regular. I might hear oh, Wait, it. he did not tell me this in pre-production, guys. Oh, my God. Before y'all fire him up in the comments, he did not tell me this. It's fine. Um, it was probably, it's probably cool. He had one of the most successful 2020s. That's cute. He also let JT go. So, what he's out They still talking. She was showing him out in his album. That's fine. That's what it's talking mean. You, I can say hi. Yeah. I'm just I, saying. I'm, I'm I lost did, words I, right now. I, did, I, know, I, I, I was I not expecting this. I didn't like a Uzi album. I don't. I'm not going. I try to listen to. What's the one after Echo Tour Life? The album that came right after that. Because he dropped two, didn't he? Um, he, uh, he dropped two in the last two years. I mean, let me. But I wasn't a fan. I was just like, well, it's cool. I don't know what he's smoking on, but. I told Lil, you because I don't like Uzi. Yeah, what you talking about? Oh, I'm not, like let me Uzi. not say I don't like Uzi. I haven't been moved to listen to a whole Uzi album. Come on now, you don't like the Fusa Shuffle? That Dance Dance Revolution shit? Oh my god, he did. Oh. I put it this way Outside was the open when that came out. I never heard it anyway. Uzi, not for me. It was not from like you. I mean, you know, I'm not going. I'm not going to call you out on what you're wearing right now. Don't do that. Don't don't put be, that out there. Don't be, put that out there. Don't do that. Where, you know, y'all turn up to everything. Nah, you know, you gotta, I just love you know, Uzi because Uzi, Uzi just got you know. Uzi got energy. He got. But I'm saying like that. The album that had EXO Tour like yes, that had oh, now I ain't do what I want. Like that was cool to me. But then I know he got caught up in a bad label deal. He wasn't able to put out music for a minute. And I I honestly forgot about him. And he dropped something. I was like, oh, it's cool. I know. You know. It, you know. He dropped. Basically, two albums this year. He and dropped I, the internal Ithaca, and then he dropped Love versus Rage. Love versus Rage too. And yeah, I, and I no, the Love versus the World too. But no, he he made it as a deluxe to the internal. So he basically. So you want me to? You basically, you want me to listen to forty thirty two songs. You listen to thirty two little Uzi songs, and I didn't care about the singles at all. So I'm just going to go on on a whim and say, Hey, Uzi. 
I'm not, and I'm not shitting on him. I'm not saying he's a bad artist. I'm just saying I personally had no desire to listen to Uzi record in 2020. I gave Fruit little little dance dance shuffle shit a, a chance. It was Stop calling it. <laughs> it's not Dance Dance Revolution. No, it's not Dance Revolution. He no, was, it's not. I was. The video was cool. He did his little breakdown. Like, it was fire. Yeah, Uzi cool. Boy. Uzi a fashion icon. And he about to drop a lot. Of, he say he he tweeted he about to drop a lot of projects. So I'm happy for him. Get your man, money, King. Uzi, shout out to Uzi. I'm just man. saying that I, I wasn't. You really want me to listen to? I was prepared. Thirty two. A new Uzi joint. That might oh, take two weeks. Man, you give me two weeks to listen to Uzi. Okay, I'll tell you how I feel about it if I sit down and listen to it. All right. I uh, give me two weeks. But I wasn't like I honestly. I think I added to my 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 Apple Music. And I I listened to like a couple records. I was just like, eh, it's not for me right now. Might have been my state of mind. I don't know. Yeah, but I mean, just going off the Pluto and Baby Pluto. Um, why would I care about that though? I'm giving my opinion. I'm just asking, why would I care about that? Like, I just want to know. Should it's future? You know, it's he, future. He holding down for toxic masculinity. Come on. Is it, but you can't even be toxic in 2020 because you can't go outside. What you gonna do? You gonna be toxic over the internet? <laughs> <laughs> people been people been getting that done. I mean, yeah, nigga, I, I don't got time. I mean, I don't know, man. I I, I need a proper future project. Um, but but this album was. It, it, I'm still. And I'm I heard still. It was mid. Yeah, yeah. For, for right, I'm I'm calling it mid right now. But give me a week, and I think I'm going to so like got, it. So you got to go into it with zero expectations, like I did with Trey Songz to admit that it's all right. Because you just said it was mid, and when I said Trey was mid, oh no, no, you're not. Nah, nah, I'm not gonna say it's mid, but I, I was, I, I listened to it, and I was like, I, I bought my head to a few tracks, but you know when you listen to music and you're doing other stuff that you're not really paying attention to it too much. All right, so here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna add, I'm gonna add baby. You can watch me do it. I'm adding baby Pluto. Uh huh. And I'm adding eternal whatever, whatever. Little Uzi Vert. Let me see. What we got Uzi for you. This is really 32 songs. It's an hour and 45 minutes of my life. Okay. So I'm adding. I'm adding an hour and 45 minutes out of my life. So give me two. Matter of fact, y'all. I'm. A, I'm gonna try to get this. Get this listened to by next week, so we can really come. And I'm gonna tell you how I feel about it. And then also, Masego dropped the EP though. Come on now. I did see that. I, did, I didn't listen to it. He's a lot of up and coming artists that I'm really he rooting flipped, for. He flipped that. I was cast sample on his last project. I knew he was here to stay. But I haven't listened to it yet. I think I've, I've, and he was featured on that "Hate the Club" with Kalani. Yeah, I'm he, still waiting for you to drop that album. That's that video though. You can't hate the club. You can't go to the club. Come on now. Can't can't even get in the club. You know what I'm <laughs> but um, no, nah, I, I heard it was. I heard some good things about it. He got a single on the uh, Apple R&B Now playlist. So, I mean, so I'm I'm pretty sure that means it's slapping. Yeah, and then Black Youngster. I'm. It might. I'm a, I'm a low key a fan of Black Youngster. He dropped "Fuck Everybody" Part Three. And I kind of yo, it's it's that, and we was discussing it last episode of how you know we listen to this music even though we, even though it portrays some bad stuff in it. But yo, black youngster, I don't know who his producers or what he does. Should be rocking to me. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna cap. You know, stop the cap. Stop the cap. <laughs> Stopping the cap. My fault. Stop the cap. But I'm rocking with I'm rocking with Black Youngster. His project was really jumping to me, and I was I'm. Can I be honest? Yeah. I, I just like I haven't really found a street artist that has really like made me want to go out and listen to them. Like I think Pop was probably like the last one, and Pop wasn't even he was baited out of the streets as mm-hmm. you know he blew up. Oh yeah, and you, think, and you just started into King Von too. You yeah, I just started really, listening. I heard yeah. I heard that. What, what's the name of the code? Is that's the record? I heard the code. Oh, with Polo G, yeah. yeah but you had to listen to you ain't the crazy the, story. You ain't send me the tracks. I need the tracks, and I got know what to listen to. I'm oh, about yeah. to just say, just add it to here. 
Yeah, I mean, just listen to his albums. He he had he has he has three tapes, you know. So yeah, R.I.P. to King Von. By the way, you know that still hurt me. You know, I was really rooting for a homie. You know, but he has three projects in. But yeah, Black Youngster. I've I've messed with Black Youngster a lot, and um, Two Chains. He did drop. Yes, Two Chain drops. Uh, dropped the album. I didn't get a chance to listen to it yet, so I'm gonna come back next week. Again, with, I didn't care. <sighs> Not just like Titty Boy, aka Two Chains. I just, I don't know. I feel like with a Two Chains, I don't chain, know what's going on this week. I, I, I don't know what's you. going on this week. I think it's the Stella did hitting him. Really, did you really <laughs> care about the song he did with Wayne? Let's be honest. I care about the song he did with. It. My boo boo mulatto though. Come on. Quarantine thinks sounded right. Not gonna lie, it sounded right. But is that can, a reason? Give a round of applause for mulatto, by the way, though. Oh, so Big you. lotto. Big lotto. Big lotto's doing it. Can oh, I just Lord. say this though? I, I don't want to get us in trouble. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> shout out to Big Lotto. Shout out to Saweetie. Shout out to Flo uh, Millie. Flo Millie. Shout out to Meg. Shout out to Rhapsody. Party. I just Rhapsody yo, Rhapsody not even In this conversation But I feel like a lot of The new rap girls All sound the same And all the, all the rap people Sound the same in general But oh it's like The subject God. I'm not wilding I'm, I'm, I'm not talking about Rhapsody Rhapsody is a beast You wilding They don't, don't sound the same how, They don't all have The same subject not, Just cause one can Add, add an extra syllable Extra bar it don't, it don't sound the same But, but that goes And that again goes, They're not making music for me even, I but I get what you mean, but I can say that about these new rappers right now too. They sound the same. I just said that. I literally oh. said all these rappers sound the same, male or female. But I'm like, oh. I, I think, you know, I'm an R and B guy. Oh so yeah. I'm gonna I'm listen to your track. You gotta have about like mulatto caught my eye. She had the Gucci main flip and it caught my eye. It, it caught my ear. I was like, oh, this is boat. And then she had the uh, the chick from the South remix, which was cool. But I heard With sweetie. But I heard sweetie on it. I was like, she don't even sound like and proper. Trina. But sweetie didn't even sound proper on it. You know. But I guess again she, 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 Her verse wasn't that bad It wasn't bad But you listen to the way she, The cadence of it I was just like You could be saying something dope But it just don't sound good on wax mm, Like I she had lines But I was like and it, uh, I'm like Did they not master this? But again Not made for me So I understand that But then Like Flo Millie Even Flo Millie got the little drop It's Flo Millie sh- Like that shit fired Flo Millie shit Yeah like it's cool But she like what 19? She gonna yeah. get better Rhapsody. Oh yeah Rhapsody's rapping circles around all of them. And I'm not trying to be the guy that's like, oh, oh girl. And she rap- killed Reason on his album, too. Shout out Reason, shout out. But, and I'm not trying to be like that. Oh, all, all these groovy rap albums, they pussy. I don't care. That's fine to me. WAP was a great record. I think Cardi had one of the best albums, what, two, three years ago. Oh, he, yeah. It was a group project. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> it was great. But I really like Cardi B album. I did. I loved it. I thought it was amazing. Um, when she got with YG's, one of my, I still got that in the playlist to this day. Yeah. And then Kodak Black. Kodak dropped Kodak dropped and somebody else dropped. Um, yeah, NBA Young Boy. I need I need to. I don't know if I want to talk about it right now or save it for a future episode. Oh, is, he, is he overrated or how? What's the appeal? Yes, because yo, his stats. He's breaking records. It's great. I didn't know he's his stats are unbelievable. Like he's low key has stats of a superstar, but he's not a superstar to us. To us. And I'm just I I don't get the appeal. Like I'm not saying his music is bad because I do bump a, a few a good couple of tracks of his and all that. He's is really consistent with music and his and albums, but he, the I I just don't get the correlation to how he's that popular. You gotta think about when you was a kid, or when you was young, or you was a, a street dude. Remember, first of all, his his music blew up on YouTube, but mm-hmm. for a lot of the, that's that's the medium where a lot of Especially like people younger than us are, or you know, urban street dudes is, is listening to music. 
And then he's talking about street life. So you're already going to get that crowd. The kids, remember when you was young? I mean, when 50 came out, and I had I was far from a hood nigga, but I was bumping 50 <laughs> religiously. But I, the, only, the only reason why I would disagree with that is when all these rappers that was big that came up, I felt like it was a general consensus that everybody at least agreed on it. Like with 50, even with Soulja Boy. When Soulja Boy first came out, Shout out, shout out Big Soldier. Yeah, Big Draco, you know. Um, even though everybody knew of it, I feel like I still don't know of NBA Youngboy, but I typed it in because, you know, I'm seeing I'm seeing a little wave about him. And I look on YouTube and I check his stats. Homie is 30 mil, 20 mil or something. Like, none of his songs is under 5 mil. Unless, unless it just came out like a week or two months ago. But after that, anything a year older, it's over over five mil. And he's he's always getting and then when I shout out to DJ Academics, when I go on his page and he puts out who's the streaming artist for this month and everything, he's always up there with Drake. And I understand why Drake gets his up his his views, even though he doesn't release that much album compared to NBA Youngboy. But NBA Youngboy is always in the top. With him And I'm just like Yo he's really But then again None of my friends Or even some of the young I even asked my niece and nephews They say they don't really listen to him So I'm like yo Where is this Big fan base Coming from Maybe I I know he's from the south I know south people Hold down their own But I don't know man What's your thoughts He he don't make music Again he don't make music for us Whoever his fan, whoever his demographic is, they showing out maximum support. So, I ride with it. Go ahead, shout out to Young Boy getting that paper. Even. And then also Dom Kennedy. Is Dom Kennedy still? I'm, I I remember like this my type of party and you know still, still calling. calling. Yo, that was the stuff back in college though. Yo, Dom has had some records. Yo, he, yeah. he had a, he had a great Nipsey feature like three years ago. Yeah, he just he he released a he released a couple albums this year. He, he just dropped released a project with T. Flea a couple months back or like earlier in the year. That was yeah. fire. And then now he just dropped the rap and rolling. Um, I like Dom Kennedy, but the thing with Dom Kennedy is, I can only listen to him when I'm in a certain vibe. Like if I'm like in a real laid back, chill OD chill vibe, which I'm not in that often. I can't bump his music on some going to work or anything like that. But he is a good artist, and I think he's underrated from all the tracks and all the music that he has released over the years. And also, K can't release Kiss 5, the deluxe version, so I'm really excited. So there's a lot of new music. See, but this And Lecrae, if you into gospel rap. So that's the thing, though. You say a lot of new music. Like, there's a lot of music, but you actually got to go to find it. Like, a lot of, like, I'm looking at the, what's it called? This is how I look for music. I wake up on Friday, like, 6 o'clock in the morning. First thing I do, open the phone, go to browse, see what came out, and then I go to hip hop and R&B. But if it's not directly posted on the page, I'm not going to see it unless I already really go hard for an artist. And I can't say there's too many artists I go hard for that I don't, that aren't going to get that publicity. Mm-hmm. So I think that's the new thing with it too. Like literally, we have mass music consumption at, at our fingertips, but a lot of people don't get the promo. So I mean, I'm gonna try to listen to some of these projects. I definitely am interested in the K Camp joint. I'm gonna listen to that. I'm gonna listen to some of the Dom. I got I gotta get through 57 Uzi songs though. So oh yeah, I mean take your time with that because you know. But um, you was you was talking some shit last week, bro. You oh, had the nerve, yeah. America, Bernie Mac, boy. America. This man had the this fool had the nerve to come on this podcast and say that Kendrick Lamar is overrated. Would would you like to to speak to that? Oh uh, hell yeah. 
I think he's just a poster child for lyrical. Oh, you can't even let me get my my little my little soliloquy out. Uh, what you gonna call it? I feel I don't like, like that. Oh man, can't even get my argument out right. Um, I feel like he's been the poster child for lyrical rap. I'm not doubting his ability in rapper, but I feel like he's too hype, man. Like. It's gonna be a controversial pick. This is gonna be a controversial statement, but You're about to say some dumb shit. That's what I feel that like means. all the awards, even the Grammys, even that what that Posington, that pose, what's that award that he got? What are you talking about? Oh, the the Pulitzer Prize. Yeah, I feel like all that, even though his album was good, it was just based off of him being a poster child for lyrical rap. Security. Oh, don't do that to me. I feel like, yo. He, everybody knows that Everybody loves Kendrick Lamar And he represents The essence of hip hop So You know They all gravitate And hold him to a high regard But To be honest with you He does not release A lot of music Like that To be regarded In the way he's regarded He He's kind of like A A, a better version Of Jay Elect I, I was gonna bust him y'all But Okay, I see where he's going with He's this, like man. a better You know how everybody believe Jay like can be one of the best rappers But he just doesn't release music And it took for him forever to release that little album That he released earlier this year But And Kendrick Moore does that But I feel like uh, I don't know, man I'll let you take it Oh, it's my turn Oh, you just compared Kendrick Lamar to a person that's only dropped one album? Two albums. The, he didn't drop the second album. Somebody, yes, he did. Somebody paid $15,000 for it, and then they put it out. Okay, still two albums. <laughs> Kendrick Lamar has dropped. And he did a whole album with Jay-Z. Kendrick Lamar has dropped what? Oh, I'm not counting to say mainstream releases. He's dropped um, Section 80. He's dropped Good Kid, Mad City. He's dropped The Pimple Butterfly. He's dropped Damn. He dropped Unreleased Untitled. And he has the Black Panther soundtrack. Out of those six projects, uh, don't give him Black Panther. He he curated it. Okay, but don't give it to. I him, take though. that away. If I take that away, that's five albums, right? Okay. Wait, what's the what was the last one? The Untitled, un, 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 unreleased, Untitled, which was all throwaway tracks. That was fire. Uh, um, Demon tapes was better, by the way. But go ahead. If you talk about so. throwaway and if the care package is better. If you say, I, I'm not going to argue about another artist. That's fine. What I'm going to argue is that. Uh, we say we take away unreleased untitled. We throw that out, right? That's always out of his four mainstream projects. You could argue two to three of them are classics. Two to three. Now you talk about Grammys. One to two. So it's been Butterfly, not a classic. And we talk about classic albums. Think about it. Think about this. Good Kid, Mad City. Good Kid, Mad City. I de- that's definitely. I will. I will. I will give him all the credit for that. I really love it. Um, I didn't really like. Pimper Butterfly I kind of like damn Alright so even if you say Two to th- So two to three One to two Two to three One to two Two to three You got One to two <laughs> you, you reach it You talk about the Grammys We know the Grammys Is a white man's game So if you want to say That he was hip hop poster child Yes I can agree with that But I Because Drake should have More Grammys than him But oh, go ahead. were Drake's projects Better rap albums Than Kendrick's albums Um, I, That's an unfair it's, not a, it's a question Because no, we cause, argue cause, That Drake is an artist Yeah Drake is an artist But you know Drake doesn't solely do rap. But that's the thing. We're talking about best rap album. So should Drake have more best rap albums than Kendrick? No. Uh, yeah. No. Um if if yeah. He won take care. Section but then people argue. He should have won nothing was the same. And but he should have and he that and, was good. That was Macklemore. That wasn't even what's it called? Macklemore took that one. No. That was Macklemore, I think. 
I don't, I don't, no, I think Mac no, was good. Mac was good. He said he wanted to be yeah. city. But Pepper Butterfly, when you think about what that album was, and then when you finally heard the Tupac flip at the end, and the records that he got number one records off a conscious album, he went, he went number one going conscious. Like, because he's the poster child. But you're not, but even listen to the bars, the storytelling, the layers on the records, the samples. He took, well, he got, let's let me pull up the track list right now. Uh, Patui. <laughs> you talk about damn. I think damn was the weakest out of those first three albums. I mean, I I kind of like damn because you know it was that little trick where you played it backwards. You played it backwards and it sound even better than it sound played. Yeah, well, yeah, I give him I give him that for that little creativity though. But then King Kunta, bro. I like King Kunta. I like King Kunta. These walls, all right. And think about the climate when he put these records out. You've seen niggas get canceled for less. He was basically shitting on a police shooting the shit on white supremacy. Oh yeah. And them white folks ate that shit up. Oh, that's a fact. He took he had conscious rap on the radio. But to be honest with you, I feel like J. Cole probably has better. I'm a Cole fan too. I'm not gonna shit on Cole, but I'm gonna say that J. Cole can tell a great story, but he also does his own production. And mm. as a producer, he's a little bit more limited than he is as a as a rapper. So it I does, can see that. So it's like you think about Middle Child. He didn't produce Middle Child, but think about how that beat sounded. Well, I don't think that was J Cole's best rapping, but the beat was so hard. It was like, yo, I I could fuck with this Cole. Like you gonna you gonna hear that outside, not not and not just as a Cole fan. You gonna hear. But Cole got more classics than than Kendrick though. You think so? Born Center and I then Born Center classic, and then Forest Hill Drive. Forest Hill Drive definitely classic, but I think that's Born Center is not a classic. It's not classic to me. It's not. Oh. And then what? And his mixtapes was mixtapes, yeah. But then I'm like, you gotta also argue like, you get classic mixtapes versus being a a classic art like album. It's two different things. You can have a great. A lot of artists got great mixtapes that when they put them on put them on wax for an album, it did it doesn't hit. And what, you and what about and what about the the album when he talked about people being on drugs? Which one was that? The one that he was like the king and oh this last drink this last drink could be because uh, we gotta give it more. It's only been out two years. You gotta give it a little more time. Oh, I didn't. I'm not calling that a classic, but I'm just asking you for your opinion on that. I one. thought that was a good album. I, I, I mean, king, I, I don't, uh, I don't uh, mind it. K-O-D. I don't mind it. King of, yeah, kids on kids on drugs. Yeah, I man. don't mind that album. I thought the album was good. I thought it was really good, but I think like 2014 Forest Hills Drive was his pinnacle. Uh, and I'm I'm staying it right now. It's better than. Good Kid, Mad City. I don't care what anybody will say. Forest Hills. I can listen to Forest Hill Drive back to back. I'll give you that one. I'll give you that one. But it's not better than Tim Butterfly. First time we was in. What? This That's dick a... ain't free? Come on. Get off my dick. I ain't gonna lie. I've, I'm gonna give you my top five right now. Top five. Quick. We could do We could do the top five or top ten debate in a future episode. Top five real quick. What? Drake. J. Cole, Kendrick, Big Sean, and I always trip up on the fifth person because the fifth person is a, a, a throwaway for me. A throwaway? I'm 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 give you four right now. The fifth one always. I don't want to put the fifth but one. How but can you, how can you call somebody in your top five right now but say they overrated? That's my question. Just for just for you think the, like cause, the, cause, for the current cause for the current because people say he's number one. Is that why you're saying he's okay? Yeah, I mean, he's per- top, my personal. He's top two, but not two, but not one or two. That's yeah. what you're saying. So Cole and Drake, good. All right. I see that's a different conversation. When you say he's, I'm, I'm, he's not my personal favorite, I'm saying the personal uh, who I think is the top five 
rappers in the game right now. And I have to give him his credit, even though I feel like he's kind of overrated a little bit. Fair enough. I can give you that. But I will say that. But give Big Sean, I'm sorry, give Big Sean his respect. Y'all not giving him his, he's got to be mentioned see, with the Cole, see, Kendrick, and the Drakes. Because Big Sean is see. that guy. Mm. I do it. I'm a Sean fan. His last couple projects, though. I'm, how many how many good I don't say how many good albums does Big Sean have? Good, and I, I'm setting the bar. I didn't say classic. I said good. About three. Good. Three. Good. What are they? Please tell me because I need to. I give him one. I give him one to two. Um, let me let me let me make sure I get the albums correct. Hold right, on. Take your time, pimp. I'm here all day. I live here. Come on now. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Um, Detroit, the mixtape. Sorry, album. I decide, I decided. Dark, dark skies, dark and, pa- and and paradise. That's the only one. Finally famous. Uh, that was more of a Kanye thing than. Oh, than, don't do that. Don't that was that was a collection that. of that. Don't I feel the same that. way about finally famous as I do about t- um things. And later. I'm I'm counting twenty eighty eight. <laughs> I give you that <laughs> twenty eighty eight, but that's him and Janae. That's different. and Detroit too. Y'all gonna. Detroit too. I just listened to that for the first time today. I didn't finish it though. I listened. I I, I wasn't here. And give Detroit two an, uh, a year or two, and y'all gonna y'all gonna give it its respect. Detroit one was dope. I, Detroit two. I'm not gonna lie. The first two songs I wasn't feeling it, but then I heard like the from track three to what's the what's the ZTFO or whatever. Oh yeah, Zan the fuck out. Yeah, Zan, yeah. I heard that and I was I stopped right there. But those shits was cool to me. I want to the double or nothing album that he did with Metro Boomin. It's not a classic or a very great album, but it's a good album and it does have reaching. It has some good. I know Big Sean stands who don't even listen to that album. <laughs> no, 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 no. Just listen to this. Listen to the track list. You want to tell me track list? I heard it and I didn't like it. Go Legend it. with Travis Scott. Just because you get a Travis Scott feature, I mean, he could have fired song. He just dropped. Pull Up and Wreck with Twenty One Savage. Because you get a Twenty One Savage feature. Pussy so good with Cash Dog. See, there's a lot of people that are scratching their head right now. Right, cool this. copy. I, 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 I'm not gonna <laughs> fight. I'm not gonna fight for that one. I'm not gonna fight for that one. But I'm gonna fight for like you, Dark for Big Sean overall. Uh, that shit opinion. I, I don't know I'd say shit this, this, I don't know I'm not I'm, I don't know I have to think about My top five I'll be come back With that next week With our top five MCs But well, you know, MCs are like Rap artists Because that's a different Conversation uh, I don't want the MCs Because then it would Just have to be on Some lyrical base Yeah I so I, I, I come back This is my top five Rappers uh, Right now But um yeah man Kendrick I don't think He's overrated Big Sean That's a good comment I need to listen To some more Big Sean But I'm not Putting them in my top five Okay, we gonna save this for the next week because I'm about to ask, who's in your top five? Then if Big Sean is not Big Sean in, like he has the success as Drake, Kendrick, and Cole. He has the anthems Big and he has the and he can spit. Big Sean is like, like the Carl Anthony Towns of rap to me right now. Like so much potential, but then every time you he not just disrespect. Carl Towns is a top fifteen player, but he's soft though. Don't do that to Big Sean. <laughs> but. Big Sean is better when he's surrounded by others. But, um, what? Yeah. Oh, okay, we gonna see that. Anyways, I guess we'll come back to that. Oh, yeah, before we, we since we're on the music thing, we gotta, we gotta talk about um, Mo3, you know, R.I.P. Mo3. Yeah, yeah, this rapper coming up this past week, you know, a famous Dallas rapper called Mo3, killed yeah. by, yep, in a high-speed chase. Allegedly, you know, sources is claiming for TMZ, by the way, that he's been that he was set up by a girl. He 
left her pregnancies in the morning and then some people followed him. He caught wind and he tried to ditch them and then they shot him in the back of the head. So I mean I listened to a couple of his tracks and he was he 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 reminded me of Rod Waves. Um he had he had a good voice and uh and it's kind of just and it's and it's sad because you know it felt like almost every week we're losing a rapper, and it and then and then it's I don't know it's it's kind of hard to digest after a while. Man, just sending uh, love to his family. Like you said, we are saying RIP a lot more than we would like to. Um, yo, tomorrow's never promised. Tell your loved ones you love them. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, if you out here in these streets, just make sure you we know what comes with it. But at the same point. Yo, just move accordingly. Do what yeah. you gotta do to be safe. And also, um, hope Benny the Butcher gets better. You know, he was reporting shot in the foot or in the leg in Houston this past week at Walmart. By the way, I'm like, damn, you can't even go to Walmart in peace now. Didn't the baby shoot somebody and kill somebody in Walmart? Like, uh, yeah, you're Walmart. right. It get Aki in Walmart. Yeah, so you know, I mean, thank God it wasn't uh, a life threatening injury. So, you know, hopefully Benny the Butcher. Shout out to Buffalo. Bucket low, you know. Yeah, yeah, all of that. Um, so yeah, we got one more thing to talk about before we get out of here on the night. I think we cracked. Did we crack an hour? We definitely cracked the hour. Oh yeah, we we, we going lo- longer and longer. Come on week. now, we giving you we giving you close to an hour and a half of content, baby. Exactly. Come on now. But I believe last week, and I think we'll come back. We'll take a quick break and we'll come back. But Mister Brazy over here was talking about dating in 2020 and swiping right. Don't cancel me. Don't cancel me. So we're going to take a quick little break. And then when we come back, we're going to allow him to discuss his synopsis on what it's like to date in 2020. Your boy Quentin bringing you the motivation you need to get you on your fitness journey. Follow me at Quentin MPO on Instagram. That's Q N T N M P O. I'm here to teach everybody what I've learned that helped me along the way on my journey so that you guys can reach your goals and make those gains. There you'll find everything you need to keep you inspired and get you working on becoming the best version of yourself that you can be. So go ahead and follow me. At Quentin MPO. Peace. A special shout out to Slick and Be Breezy at This Might Not Go Well. Keep doing your thing, Kings. And we're back with the closing segment for today. Talking about dating in 2020 part two, the Be Breezy experience. Yeah, yeah. I got a couple comments, a couple of feedback. Talking about I was wilding, talking about, you know, when I said about a new feature about a uh, woman's. What did you say? Can you refresh the people's memory? Uh, I'm, I'm even forgetting because I know you was wild. So you remember when I said, you know, side note, we was going to save a conversation for, you know, Valentine's Day that, you know, women can't be giving out the coochie <laughs> as gift. And then I was like, you're talking about the iPhone. And, and I said, you know, they don't got no new feature. They're not going to, you know, <laughs> squirt. <laughs> but, you know, a lot of people were surprised about me. But I wanted to continue this conversation because I want to have a more open, honest conversation. Hopefully, I don't cancel me. And hopefully, I can educate me. And I just want to have this conversation. You want to teach yourself something you don't know? Never mind. I'm not, I'm not teaching nobody anything. I'm just giving my opinion. <laughs> this is an opinion part of dating in 2020. I just want to talk about 
I know we do not like gender roles and we are against that and we're trying to change that and change away from the traditional standpoint that we that we had throughout the years and you know women is coming in in with women empowerment which I'm supporting and I'm 100% behind it but I'm 100% behind the equality and everything but I want to talk about dating in this very aspect of what is the role now? Because when I think of equality, I'm thinking of partnership 50-50 and we all in this together type of thing. Shout out to Ice Cream Musical. But from women that I have talked to or dated or seen, I got to put that out there, PC culture. Come on now. Um, I, can't, I don't really know what y'all want because y'all want to be independent, but y'all still want to carry the old traditional sense of say this right don't get us canceled don't do that don't come on I'm trying my best now don't cancel us please <laughs> we just started these thoughts are shared by Bree Brizzy and Bree Brizzy alone <laughs> um, but y'all y'all want to be this y'all want to be independent which is cool but y'all also want us to pay do all these things of the old and I'm kind of I'm kind of confused on what exactly are we do we want? Do we want the partnership? Do we want the equality? And really, I'm and I'm talking about relationship aspect. I'm not talking about overall equality. I support overall equality. I'm just talking about the data aspect. Like what what are the roles of the men and women? I mean, I can't even put gender out there like that because you know some people are non-binary and all that good stuff. But what are the roles of two partners? Well, I, I think. Just going off what you just said, I feel like that mindset that even you're alluding to is uh, it's fractured. You don't just go into a situation being a partner with somebody. Like you don't just walk up to somebody and street like, "Hey, let's be partners." All right, cool. It's like even like it's like going back to school. Like you don't just pick your, you get a chance to pick your partner. You probably gonna pick some your friends, somebody you got a rapport with. So if you don't have that base in a relationship, it's never going to flow. I think that a lot of times, especially now, like everybody is fast tracking relationships. It's mm. like oh. I like you. You like me. Let's go fly somewhere. Let's go to this lavish vacation. Fuck, Shout out. I'm with that, though. Let's fuck ass friends. Tulum. Let's go do all this nice shit. Aruba. But you're going to still do you and I'm going to do me. But one party's like, I don't want to do me. I want to do you, too. Right? Mm-hmm. And then it becomes a, a, a misunderstanding because one people person trying to operate. Like, oh, we building towards this. While other person like, oh, I like you, but I'm going to still keep what I'm doing. Whether that's the, the guy, the girl, or, or whatever your pronoun is. Right? So you end up in a situation where it's, you know, it's confusing. Like I'm trying to like, I know I have, I can technically do myself. You're not really my girlfriend or I'm not really your boyfriend, but I kind of want to be it. I'm not going to jeopardize that. Whereas another party might be in a situation where it's like, oh, well, I like him but, or I like her, but I'm not trying to get hurt. Or I'm not trying to put myself out there. So I'm going to do my thing. And then a lot of times there's things that are done that fracture that relationship. And unfortunately, a lot of people just you know you don't even talk it out you don't work through it you either try to hide it and move forward you find out about it you call it a, we call it quits a lot of people don't really work towards that partnership because to be a partner means like yo on your good days and your bad days I'm riding with you no matter what right but you have to understand what that person's good days and bad days look like is this a, is it what they're doing that you don't like a part of their personality or is this just something that they have you can tell that they're off about you feel me so I think in terms of roles and establishing yo 
we go out, I'm gonna take care of you, I'm gonna pay for dinner, or you know, we can split or whatever. That comes in time. You can't just assume that this person gonna make a good partner based on how far they is or how cool your conversation is. Because you can what's one thing to be able to talk it, but can you really walk it and live it? Uh I agree with you saying, but I think that's not what I was initially alluding to. I think I was talking about the whole um for example, that's not the main only thing I'm talking about, like, you know, Guys have to do the approach and pay for dinner type of thing. Those type of oh, aspect like of dating. Yeah, courtship and all that. Or just, uh, oh, you got to take care of my nails and hair type of thing. But Once we start talking but, and all but that's, that. That's that's what I was saying. Though. In the beginning, a lot of times those are like, the you see everything happening fast. So mm. It's like, yo, I want somebody. You think about what do you, as a guy, like I'll ask you right now, if you could have a shorty, what, do you, what are the three things you want to be able to do for you? Wolf rip. Um... Be there, be loyal, and be funny. That's so you got three things. You want them to be funny, you want them to be loyal. So how do you how how can they be loyal if you just met or if you just started rocking with them? That's true. That's what I'm saying. Like you have to build towards that. It's like the conversation, being there, that's a that's a step towards it. But maybe some people's version of that is like, yo, I I'm texting you. So I know when I was younger, like if I if I texted you once a week, that was fine. Cause in my mind, like, yo, I'm showing my interest to you. Like that's me and your interest. I don't talk to people. You know I don't talk to people. That's a fact. I, you know how hard it is to get a reply back from I him? don't respond. I, I hit you back on I have I, to call him to get a response. But, but that's off the top. I answer the phone, but I'm not going to text you back. I'm not going to really reach out. I can like you, like, like you to the point where it might be, I feel like it's love on first sight, but I'm, I wasn't that type of person. But when you meet a person, it's like, yo, I like you a lot, but I feel like you're not interested because you don't talk to me. Right, a lot of uh, I've had plenty of girls that just oh I stopped talking you just didn't seem interested. I'm like no, nah, I liked you a lot, but we would you know we never got to that point. You want one thing, they want another thing. Us coming for a lot nowadays it's influenced by what you see on TV, what's happening on social media, all these yo. If you if Birkin. you adore me, Dior me, and all of that shit. But Birkin people bad. not really trying to put in the work in a relationship. A partnership is work. That's the, I think that's the transcendent. Excuse me, that's the transcendent part of it. It's not. The relationship you could have relations with anybody, anything is a relationship, but a partnership where it's like, yo, I want to see you be successful. I want you to see me be successful. I'm trying to work to be my best version of myself for you to uphold what we got going on. And I think that's what gets lost upon lost upon a lot of people. So when the girls like, oh, they put the superficial. I want my hair did. I want my nails done. I want you to fly me out. Like that's like, oh, this person can do something for me. It's like a service. Oh yeah. So you think a about sponsorship. you think about no, nah, we think about dating. It's a service. Like, what do you? I want my girl. She gotta be able to cook. She gotta have a fat ass, and she gotta give me head on whenever I whenever I want it. She gotta be a freak. Oh no, nah, them niggas be stupid. Though. But I'm saying like that's how a lot of people think. And yo, every girl is a freak, but she a freak for the right one. Every dude is a trick, but he only tricking on the right one. You feel me? If you build that rapport, oh, yeah, I did get a couple of my mil swipe back in college. I'm about to say, shorties was feeding me. I was happy. Like, hey. Yo, well, I used to had it back when I was under. But that is a product of working towards something. Remember, everybody's afraid to be hurt. So you, the person you're talking to for those first four, like those what? How what's the talking stage now? <laughs> not, yo, I don't even think there's any talking stage. You just exist with that person. I'm about to say, so your existence, existence, existential stage, right? Like, yo, that shit can be going on for years. Like, like, yo, I've seen people sit here and say, yo. I've been talking to this person for a year, no commitment. I'm like, yo, y'all really talking to people? I, right. to be honest with you, not to diverge too much about my love life, but yo, I'm not talking to you for a whole entire year, and we're not 
going to be in a relationship. Like that's, I ain't, I ain't going to do that to I'm, you. I'm on the flip. I've had women who I've known since I was like in high school, like 16, 17. And we've had on and off things for years. Like we had things for like, from the time I was like those ages, like I was 20, 21, 22. So it's just a matter of, what the rapport is like, I could be like, yo, I really like you. And the tissue like may, might be circumstantial, might be like, oh, yo, I'm at school up here, you down here, you know. But that's circumstances, or, though. Yeah, like it's things to it where it's like, yo, maybe we just talking. Like it's not like, oh, I'm on your line, I'm in your crib. I'm not saying people don't do it. Like, yo, we we together. But if anybody asks me, I'm single. That's a cop. I said, I don't want to be hurt. I don't want to be tethered down. Oh, it's, that's it's, true. It's and the, a lot of people gotta get that hurt away. Like, go seek therapy. Big fact. Shout out Dr. Reeves, my therapist. I go yeah. to therapy. It used to be every Friday. Now it's once a month. Cause that's cause that means I show growth. Y'all say yeah. with an F growth. Yeah, cause some some people be carrying trauma from even the parents from relationship Yo, and all that. And black people, we are I don't want to make it sound bad. We are fucked up historically. Oh, that's a fact. From the familiar sense, from you know the generation of the you know there was no daddy at home, they no pause. I think I had this conversation at work. I work. It's a very mixed uh, environment. Yeah, but the white woman was getting engaged at like 24, 25, 28. Yeah. Like I, I'm going to be have a bit married by twenty eight and have or get married by twenty seven, have kids by twenty nine, and I'm just like yo, that's not attractive. I've never seen outside of my grandparents' successful marriage. And I take that to the core because I always wanted to be the perfect boyfriend. My mother and my father weren't together. I might be divulging a little bit too much information, but whatever. And, you know, anybody I did see that was married, the, the, the shit was br- not my idea or my ideal marriage, mm-hmm. my situation. So for me, I was very selective in how I did it, the kind of boyfriend I was trying to be. And if you if I made you my girlfriend, like I like I could see myself married. Like it wasn't like oh free, yeah, it's my girlfriend. Huh? No, like after, once I hit like seventeen, it's like if I'm with you, I'm, I'm like I could see myself with you forever. Yeah, same. You feel me? But I take other, I take I take relationship serious. But the other people, the partners might not saw it that way. It's like oh, this is just fun for now. He cute, I'm cute. We look good together. But it's like oh damn, what does he want? What does she want? Those conversations come up, and it's hard to really. It's pressure. It's like a sports team. Like yo, if I'm if I'm LeBron and you, D Wade. And we come together and we don't get the ring. It's like, damn, we failed. Like, yeah, people were like, yo, I love. Like, it's like I love y'all. I take, I take all my, I take all my situational ships as learning. Situational ships. Yeah, I think situation. That's what you say. Right? You said situational. He's like, ooh. oh, so, oh, no, I mean, such, um, what, what does it say? Situation ships. Yeah, I take all those as learning experience. Even though if if one of them end good and bad, type of thing, I never regret because there's no point about regretting things that you because you learn so much more about yourself. Yeah. I think my biggest thing was I used to harbor a lot of pain from the past, and I, oh, I couldn't same. get over. I couldn't get over things. So like you slighted me, or I felt slighted. I was gonna hold on to that to the to the to the wit's end. And my and the biggest thing with me is I'm a type of person that learn from other people's mistakes. If I see a lot of people around me getting do dirty and everything like that, I end up. I won't say here. Um, Taking their trauma in, but I kind of harbor it a little bit into my decision making with people too because if I even sense a little red flag or anything I'm like oh no no I seen how this went down and I'm like sometimes you gotta experience it yourself just to see how it is yeah but you gotta work towards that part that P word that partnership not not punani but that partnership not the peen about to say there's good sex everywhere not everywhere but there's good sex for somebody somewhere out there right but the connection, you're not always gonna get that. You're not gonna be able to have your other needs met. Like, I've, you can have great sex and then look at the person, like, all right, you can leave now. 
Oh, yeah. It could be somebody you dating. Like, yo, we just went on, we've been on 17 dates. And when I hit it, why don't you ever want to spend the night? Well, it's just not it. This is what we do. Sometimes, and sometimes you plateau out. It's like, yo, you want to like this person, but you can't. It's just like, yo, this is not where I'm trying to go. And don't be afraid to have those conversations. We don't talk. I know communicate. And then yeah. also, because um, it's because we over communicate because we have so much access back in the oh, day yeah. granddaddy drove a truck he was gone for 20 hours out the day and he came home went to sleep they had to actually talk for one of them four hours before he went back to oh work. yeah now not to not to get too much of your personal life like with your shorty do you have to talk at least contact her every yeah. day I, I live with her so I contact her when I <laughs> <laughs> but nah I think that it had to grow into a partnership. So mm. learning, you have to learn how to, I don't want to say maneuver, but I'm going to use that word anyway. Like you have to learn how to maneuver somebody on their good and bad days. Be like, yo, this is how we create a flexible yet productive and loving environment. Like you got to know like, yo, when there's certain faces or certain times, certain things happen at work, like, oh, all right, we can go sit and watch some or just finding like little things. I, like I said earlier, like I was big joking about with my grandfather, like, yo, you people back in the 70s, 80s, they, 90s, they couldn't talk to somebody all day. They had to be by the phone. So you got a chance to miss that person. You got a chance to really recognize how much they mean to you. And now for us, it's like, yo, all I got to do is go on one of my social media apps and, you know, I can see what you're doing. Probably your yeah, stories and all yeah. that. And I feel like that's quite. Well, I know I know some couples that don't follow themselves on social media, which I'm like, I, 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 I can see that because I don't want to. Because anything that you post, I might take it the wrong way or anything like 100%. that. So I, I agree with that. Not saying anybody should follow that, but. 100%. I think that you know you, you know your partner. If you if you really, like, have a partnership or you're working towards a partnership, you know your boundaries. You know what you can and what you what, what you can, I guess, I don't want to say post, but I guess you know what you can, how you can move and how you can't move, right? Mm -hmm. So you've got to make, mind you, like, even if it's not your girlfriend, girlfriend, but y'all together, like, yo, respect that person's boundaries. Understand, like, I think it's nothing worse than when you share your pain and your trauma with somebody and they, you know, you, and you open up and then they turn around and do the same thing or something similar to what you've been through. Because then it's hard to come back from. But then again, we, as, we also have to learn to start, you know, learn forgiveness. And not that biblical forgiveness. I'm not the biggest Bible thumper. But <laughs> forgiving somebody, sometimes you got to do it for you. Because you're going to allow yourself to find a happiness and a joy that you never knew was possible. Okay, look at you, Mr. Hitch. Okay. Kiss my ass. <laughs> On that note, you the host. You know what to do. All righty. Thank you for joining us for a lot of episode of This Might Not Go Well podcast with your boy, Bree Breeze, a.k.a. Poppy Sazon. Yo, we appreciate y'all. Episode six. We hopefully get to episode 600 one day. Yep. Um, yo, partnership. Work towards it. It, in all facets of life It'll make your life So much easier But it's your boy Slick A.K.A. Law A.K.A. Photography page About to be up and rolling Again real soon Alright Catch y'all next week We love you New York And It's a cow Cacao Cow Cow Cacao Bow <laughs>